Hello and welcome back to episode 13 of There Be Dragons. My name is Matthew and I am your Dungeon Master. Let's go round the table and introduce the players and the people that they play. Josh Walker, uh, and I'm playing Skern Feldspar, and his little dragon friend, Hrosh. I'm Tristan Dust, I play Charlie Ruffhouse, gentleman boxer. Karen Slinker, your friendly neighbourhood dragonborn, Ryland Westfall. Angela playing Abella de Rosier, the elf who likes to steal things. And I'm Tom. I'm playing Nezor Valgulis, the halfling bard, and I hit record on our little box. First of all, let's address the proverbial elephant in the room. You are all now level five. Hooray! I can do more shit. Well done. Okay. Um, on the other side of the coin, you also started a war. That wasn't our fault. Technically, I didn't start the war. Hey. Hey, look, everything's going to be my fault eventually, so I might as well just take it. I'm pretty sure. I did feel (laughs) Clarence. And if we look at it, that set us on this path in the first place. Dead horse You are welcome. (laughs) Dead Clarence beating it. No, God. We not beat dead Clarence. It has been two days since your flight from the city of Arim. It has been raining incessantly. Thousands of refugees have turned the place from a well-kept trade route to a muddied path. It's been cold and dreary and unpleasant, and Charlie, you have been dealing with a massive, massive hangover. You've also been dealing with a lot of angry-looking elves shooting you dirty glances the whole time. And so long as it just stays glances, then we have no issues. Well, as they pass, sometimes people will give you an elbow or a shoulder to the side, brush past in an unpleasant way. It's becoming quite clear it's because you're very noticeably Urhart, not only a celebrity, but also the colours you're carrying. I would like everyone to decide amongst themselves now whether or not you stopped at all to rest. I think so. Yeah, we would have had to. Okay. You can't walk for two days straight. Mm, Yeah, no. Yes, I would say we definitely would have had to. I think we would have. I think we would have travelled a certain distance first. Hmm. Scan's option would have been, given that we were near the coast, would have been to stick near the coast and travel not on the road. The main issue that you found when you started leaving this road, because initially it did follow the coast, was that at a major trade nexus, a small small little town that didn't even have a name, you've actually found it's been completely garrisoned by Bashano troops, and they've begun actively turning away refugees, uh, forcing them to head further inland to the east. And throughout this entire process, you've had like horsemen ride past carrying like large cylinders of what look like dispatch orders um, to the point where it's actually been getting quite um, violent in some cases where they've been actively taking their sabres out and slashing at the refugees at the refugees to get out the way. There's a there's just the cloying sense of fear this whole time and this incessant rain. I mean, I'm using prestidigitation to warm my shirt, but the rest of you are probably pretty cold. Oh, gee, don't use it on the rest of us. Well, um, I... I, th- this is nowhere near as cold as what I'm used to. It's got limitations. You can't use it more than once at a time. You can't use more than one. You can have three of its non 
Oh no, it totally can. Sorry, I thought it was three instantaneous. Three of its non-instantaneous effects. So I can warm two of you. I'm good. This isn't nearly as cold as I'm used to. <laughs> so the question... Bella's city kid. She needs it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a soldier. I don't complain about cold. So the question is, I guess, uh, where to from this staging area? Did you continue to travel with the refugees along this road, which does lead to civilization, or did you decide to break away and go through the woods? Was the plan not to head to the city where... To um, Key. To Key. Yeah. Key's not the next major city. Um, I'm wondering what the next major city is. Is Key a port? Where road is hitting. Key is a port. It is about... Probably from here, you would have the best understanding of this in Ezor. It's about four weeks' walk. My plan, and I pitched this as to the group, um, again, I, I, we could rent a boat. Pretty sure Charlie and I can sail a boat. I know it's just, this plan probably doesn't appeal particularly to Abella, um, but uh, what with your violent propensities towards sea travel. Thinking about that makes me more... <laughs> My my worry would be that they're using the coast to, to run supplies. Like warships aren't going to take up the entire coast, but but a little boat, something like a, a fishing skiff. So they wouldn't wouldn't five people in it. Um, I, I need to send George's body back to the Earhart Kingdom, and my best opportunity. Oh, you're that still carrying that. I am still carrying him. Yes. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was. Josh was asking oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking you with us? Okay. So, <laughs> like, well, I didn't notice you still had a corpse on your shoulder. So. <laughs> so the first option What's that on the boat, I need you know, heading towards her heart. I, I need to send George back that way. So the key is in Bashanel, yeah? Key is further south, right. much further south. Uh, it's actually based on another tributary. So it does connect to another river. If you followed the ore upstream, you could potentially find a riverboat that might take you down there. Alternatively, like you've said, you could try and skirt the uh, the Bashano military build up and try and find a, a small ship that would take you further south. Uh, either way, it's going to be a bit challenging. Yeah, that, it just, that, that contradicts exactly what everybody else is doing. Um, getting, posting a body is difficult in wartime. Um, to another nation. So we actually have to take him, if that's what you want to do. The thing was, and I, this is Charlie not thinking and not realising that he was four weeks away, but um, getting the boat sent back, like, basically, we're going to see Dupree, and he has, uh, you know, he would be able to send a boat that way. Um it's, it's a body. It's already getting The body's stinkish. going to be pretty ripe. It's already pretty ripe. It, it, it's been two it days. Two days, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you wanted to, to send George home, there is also the potential that you could find a follower of the veteran who might be able to prepare the, the body to be preserved so it's less decomposing and terribly upsetting to be around. I'll give you two weeks, tops. Yes, but it's still two weeks. Yeah. So that's an that's an opportunity you could take. Um, would Charlie consider cremation of George's body, and then we can send the ashes back to his family. It's a thought. Yeah. Because we could do that now. It's raining. Uh, I 
well, I don't have it yet, but I could totally create a bonfire in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could, um, there's a number of different options that you could follow, depends on what you want to do. Maybe let's set the scene that you're, you're outside this little hamlet that has just been garrisoned. You've already got palisades being put up by the Bashano. There is a huge crowd of refugees, probably about 2,000, 3,000 of them, all camped out in front of this area, uh, keeping their distance from the armed soldiers. And you're in the middle of this throng? So, where to? You you know this area. This is your country. Have you got any recommendations uh, if we're heading down to Key? Well, or anything away from Key if we don't want to deal with the pre? Then I I would like to head to the nearest town to do a little bit more research on the the followers of the dragon, uh, the cult, because um, I'm keen to find Bodle. Out of character for a second. I'd probably know this. Is the nearest town key? Or no, no. There is another really large town further down the Orc called Ratu, but it's about a week's travel. Look, there are other places we can stop. There's Ratu, which is about a week's travel. Down the Orc, yeah. I don't know if you'll find much there, but Sticking at least with... we could not be on the road in the rain. Sticking with the refugees isn't turning me on. No. Um, no. That this just opens us to a healthy place problems. To be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm feeling like faster is better. Um, I, I, my, my inclination is to stick with the coast and uh, find a boat. I, I'm pretty well off. I'm pretty sure I could at least rent one, if not buy it. Charlie, you notice while the others are all talking that a another horse has been dispatched from the little hamlet and they're not even bothering to try and convince people to get out of the way now. This horseman has just left at a pace and has drawn a sabre and is just slashing in front of them just to clear people out of the way, and it's creating quite a bit of panic towards the front of the group. How near to us? Probably about 100 foot. Coming towards us, or it's going to... Coming towards us? you. First of all, I'd be like, guys, off the road, um, and sort of like gesture and then start... Yeah. Moving people, like, watch out, you're going, you know, you're going to get hurt. Sort of trying to move people out of the way as yep. much as possible. Um, it's difficult because it is actually, you're in quite an enclosed area. But about 40 foot away, someone catches the edge of a blade and starts to bleed. And this immediately sends fear through the immediate surroundings. And, and you get caught in a, in, a, in a press. With the panic, the refugees start to... Stamp, not stampede, but they start to like mill together really closely. Um, I would like everyone to roll either a dexterity or constitution, whichever you prefer. If you'd like to try and avoid being Save. hit, save. Um, if you'd prefer to try and withstand being pressed up, or if you would like to uh, try to be 20. Try to avoid. 20. 20? That's a 10. 16. Oh, fuck me. 10. 24. Okay, um, anyone who got less than 15, anyone who got caught in the press takes four damage as you're crushed uh, by this group. Um, I'm a massive dragon wearing armor. Yeah. I still oh. take damage. Yeah. More so crushes. He's created a panic. Has he been able to move through or is he still flailing his sabre? He's still flailing his sabre and his horse is kicking his heels and it's neighing and it's... Fucking idiot. Oh, he's right there. I'm going, and like the panics, I'm going to use my dexterity, which was a 24. Like, the way I get out of the way is I sort of push myself up on a person's shoulder 
up near him. So sort of go, and I'm going to push him off his horse. Okay, roll me an attack. Yeah. 25. Yep, that hits. I was going to say, I've got an actual thing where he can make a dexterity save. Um, no, it's a strength save. Uh, what are you trying to do, though? When I hit with an attack, I'm pushing 15 feet off the horse. Okay. Yeah, he fails that. Yep. And he also takes six points of damage. That's fine. And he's yeah. 15 feet back. While he's distracted, you just tap him and he goes ass over tit over the back of the horse and hits the ground and you don't see what happens next because the crush of the refugees mills over him. While I'm there as well, just use an animal handling just to chill the horse down. So sure. And then go roll to 20 on my animal handling to Yeah, the horse, horse calms down. Where is the body? Where uh, the person he got hit? Uh, he went behind the horse, so he's now under a throng of refugees. Uh, yeah. Can I try and force my way to him? Yes. Uh, let's strength. call it. Let's call. Yeah. Let's. How are you doing this? Are you trying to move through people? Are you trying to move them <clears> out of <throat> the way? How would you? Um, I would get crushed to produce small gouts of flame. Oh, okay. Uh, over my shoulder while I say, "Please move, please move." Sure. Uh, just use a charisma. Charisma. Okay. Uh, not great. Let's call it an advantage because of the the flame. Thank you. Breathing oh, dragon. <laughs> Still only nine. Uh, yeah, you move these people out the way. Uh, however, as you do, one of them elbows you particularly hard, and with dawning horror, you realise that in doing so, he's actually shattered the glass of magic that you have. <laughs> and I'm going to have to roll some dice now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just rolled the best thing I could have on this chart that I've made. So, Scan, yeah. immediately you realise that the shirt you're wearing is far too tight. As hairs start to bristle from your body, it reaches from the left-hand side of you to about three-quarters of way across your body before it starts to peter out. It looks like you've been hit with a giant hairball and it's just stuck to you. Ken, okay. what on earth did you do? Uh, it, that's, he can only feel that. It's under his oh, okay. shirt. His shirt has just puffed up on one side. Also, can we see him at the moment or is he... No, I'm no. struggling to get to the person. That's cool. Um, um. <laughs> so I'm going to use message um, and I'm going to point in the direction of Scan and be like, hey, just you know, be careful. You can talk back to me if you get into any trouble. Well, I'm feeling a little bit hairier now. Uh, someone broke some magic. Oh. <laughs> the, the, for the bottle of magic on me. Uh, that, so That lovely bottle of magic we took? We got two, right? Oh, um, scan. scan, while you're having this conversation, the liquid continues to drip down the side of your body. I'm trying to do something about it as yeah. well. Like, I'm trying to... Sure. Um, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> trying to... Um, is it on my clothes? Yes. What happens to the clothes? Um, nothing appears to be happening with the clothes. Oh, okay. But it is dripping down your leg. And What about the trousers? When it hits a different kind of material? Because I'm imagining not... my shirt is linen and my pants are As it are travels leather. down, your leg is now becoming hairy. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> at this We're point... thinking it, yeah? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking it. <laughs> it's like the 60s in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at this point, I'm almost thinking I should get the rest of it and smear it on the other side. <laughs> You're welcome to touch it if you want. Uh, no, 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 you don't want hairy palms. People insinuate stuff from that. Stuff. Um, 
It was the best result on this. I mean, like, there are other... Fuck really... you with your tables. Uh... <laughs> Can you roll again? This is stupid. Uh, it, yeah, well, it's going to hit the ground, so... Oh, good. Um, so, yeah, it's this continues down your leg. Pulls, like, I'm going to say while you're doing this, you're, like, half like, oh, what is happening to me? And half trying to deal with people pushing past you. And, and actually, you know what? A few people probably bump into you, so they also get transference on themselves. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Okay, um... Uh, oh, okay. Um, it hits someone, and uh, and as it sort of comes off your clothing and onto theirs, it actually, it's almost like it's hit a water, um, what do they call them? Not insoluble, but the ones that are actually repellent. Waterphobic. Waterphobic, uh, waterphobic cloth, and actually just runs straight and hits the ground. And the moment it hits, it hits the ground... Uh, it evaporates into a noxious, foul-smelling gas. Um, uh, that was me. That was me. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, I had beans. Um, and smelling. To the, to the point where it's actually making you gag. So Whoa. I need you to take 1d4 damage. Okay. So roll. Can, can we just... Uh, fuck. How far away is he? Uh, I'm going to say he's about 20 foot. Yeah. Okay. He's, you're almost upon the uh, downside. I, I took the four. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. I am uh, I'm going to, using the backs of my hands, yeah. try and spread it out evenly. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> while you're doing this, this, this cloud of... of, of I'm moving. Foul, well. Yeah, of yeah. course. This thing is spreading. It's like someone's dropped a smoke bomb. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's, it's awful. And it starts to head towards you, Charlie, and it starts to head toward the rest of you. It smells like a skunk died. Oh! Uh, it's actually making you physically gag. The, the second it gets within 10 feet of us, I use prestidigitation to make a puff of wind and... Don't blow it back towards me. And push it back towards... No! Yeah, there's a third direction. Yeah. <laughs> I think to disperse We're it. We're in a like segment. A like a yeah. puff of wind to disperse it, but it's going to be pushed backwards a little bit. So have I managed uh, to spread it evenly around around myself? Um, yes, the stuff that was on your clothing, you've managed to sort of spread. Um, it's not perfect, but it's like a slightly somewhat. It's like if I'm put hairy all over, I'm just hairy. That's fine. You sort of dabbed it on yourself in areas. I don't think it's a uniform okay. sort of thing. It's patchy. The more you're touching it, the more it's been affecting your fur, and then when you rub it where it's like you're transferring it from three different positions, yeah, so yeah. it's less effective. Okay. Um, however. The stuff that's pulled around on the ground um, immediately spontaneously combusts into fish. <laughs> and you now have about five or six fish just flopping about around your feet. Jesus. Turn the grass into fish. Um, Scan, what the hell are you doing? I'm turning grass into fish. I thought everyone was hungry. That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> then I don't know how to. Yeah. <laughs> And do I get to the guy? Yes, you're Am I now covered in liquid magic? And fish. Uh, it all seems to have seeped into okay, you. Right. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> I now, is he okay? Uh, he, it looks like he's been stepped on. Oh, dear. So he's hurt. He's dead. I, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. It's not what we want. And I was like, could I, like, medicine him, maybe? Um, he's dead. He's, There's no cure for being dead. He looks like he's well, been stepped on a lot. Crushed a lot. Yeah. Okay, so he's um, dead as dead. He also like, has a... Broken, not the right shape. He also has a broken dispatch um, scroll case uh, that looks like it's been stepped on a few times, but it is still intact. I would grab it. Cool. 
would grab that. Can I slide if I found it? Um, you don't need to. You can just yank it off the ground. Okay. Um, they just Charlie, don't want people what, to notice. While that's happening, Charlie. Is the horse um, wearing colours or anything? Green with uh, its sort of silver trim. Um, and easy it's to remove. got very light barding, like it's got a helmet and... I um, just meant if I took all, like... If you I took stole all, the guy's horse, yeah. then I'd yes. have a horse. Yes. If you stole, if you, you could absolutely steal Within the, sight of a whole bunch of Bashano soldiers. What, well, how visible are the Bashano? They're sort of watching. There's this cloud heads towards them, <laughs> but they're not really sure what's going on. More wind, more wind. Um, however, as the as the cloud passes all these other people, you see a few of them on the ground writhing, going, ah, ah, clasping at their throat. This is doing wonders for crowd control. <laughs> as Scan looks at that and thinks, oh, it would be really good if it made it to the village. And then gust happens. Yeah, let's do that. Because you're a sorcerer now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my apotheosis! You've been tainted by... Uh, <laughs> by pure magic. magic. By pure magic. So, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Let's use that spell. Oh, gust it's a cantrip. So, yes, Scan, you feel this sudden wind rush behind you and begin to push the cloud forward. I bellow, my dear. May I borrow a dagger? No. <laughs> I say as I give him the dagger. And he would just... Oh. Cut the body so it would just fall off. Um, just cut the yeah, straps. Yeah, sure. Yep. So you leave the helmet. Yeah, like cut the anything that's yeah, identifiable yeah. as Bashano would come off. Yep. Um, onto the ground, he would hand Abella the uh, dagger and then start walking away from the crowd. <laughs> so you're not going to talk to the dude. You just nicked off his horse. Um. I will. The dude is dead. The is dude it? got the shit stomped out of the him by refugees. The dude is squashed. I know, so I'm going He's look. a pancake. Oh, no, no, I wasn't talking about that guy. I was squashed. talking about the guy he slashed. Oh, right, well, <laughs> communicate better. Um, no. <laughs> I wonder why he had a message scroll. I was just like, weird. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, oh, no. he has a punch mark in his face. I didn't realise why. Yeah. Uh, the... <laughs> well, I was I was doing a humanitarian thing. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, someone's on his back. Go nick his shit. In which case, well, because I didn't realize that this guy was a soldier, I'm gonna steal his shit. Oh. <laughs> he's got standard Bashano armor. A money pouch. Yeah, he's got about ten marks on him. It looks like it's probably toll money. Um, yeah, now I would like to go to the refugee that he's tried to slab because he's an ass. Yeah, that guy's dead, dead now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, he got he cut. Got trampled too. Yeah, got cut, then probably stamped on a few times. Like, it's just, yeah. I did it out of caring. It yeah. was a, oh, that poor guy. I'll go and see if I can help him, because I'm big and strong and manly. Oh, shit. And covered in hair. And covered in hair. <laughs> so hairy. Yeah. So does it go above, above my neck? Because it was in a pouch. Yeah, no, it's about from where your nipples are down. <laughs> would, would say a good razor. You'd have to try. I will. Um, <laughs> Very, sorry, like, if I'm going to be hairy, I'm going to be hairy all over, but I'd rather not. And if it... <laughs> um, no one is clever or manly, and every last inch of me's covered in hair. Like, I'm going to be honest. This will be sculpted. So, <laughs> I'm going to... Because half-elves aren't particularly hairy, and I'm, like, You're the, the hairiest, hairiest half-elf half ever. ever. Yeah. Uh, like I'm going to have, like, wearing, I don't know, skiing tights. Um, but, like... Like jodhpurs, but in fur. Um, yeah, those those fish that that like just appeared at your feet are now also being picked up by refugees. I assume they were. Yeah, 
There's, um, it's becoming... I'm not eating grass. No, fish. it's becoming quite a, um... <laughs> it's becoming quite a frenzy here, actually. There's a lot of panic. Um, and you... Because I said, you did say this, this gust... Yes. It's got 30 feet range. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to gust... Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, wouldn't that be good if it gusted that way in some sort of manner? Yep. And it does. It does. Oh. Uh, this wind picks up, and it, it feels like it comes from behind you, but... If someone was watching, it just sort of comes from you, as though you're standing perfectly still in the middle of a crowd, and the wind is affecting your clothes, but no one else. Um, and this this force just moves forward and starts pushing this cloud just through these refugees, and all of them start gagging and just like clutching at themselves as this horrible stank cloud goes through them, uh, and it starts to dissipate. Crush also will sort of, he, you know how birds or pe penguins are a really good example, yeah. when they sort of flap their wings to get the moisture off, he sort of does that yeah. on my shoulder, sort of generating a little bit more wind. Sure. Um, it has no effect. I'm just describing what Frosch does. No, and as Frosch does that, you realize that he's, he stinks. <laughs> like bad. He smells like he got skunked. Good. Um, Do I? Yes. Do I? Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, terrible. Well, that's hardly surprising. Yeah. I'm probably sweaty now. Um, I I'm not cold. No. Well, <laughs> you, There is an upside to this. You may not be cold, but you're definitely wet because it's still kind of raining. Yeah, no, so I smell like wet dog. Okay, that's cool. Wet bear. Yeah. Um, so is the ma can, I, can I confirm the magic has definitely stopped? Yes, yes. Okay. It's, it, whatever it was doing, however it it's contacted done. people, it's done. I'm going to check the jar that it was in. Is there any left in it? It looks like it's evaporated. There's just a whole shard of sort of wet glass. Um, but it appears to be more like moisture than right. residual material. Because my hand was in that jar. I need a new jar. Um, those, that they were, but I believe you took them out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not in there anymore. Yeah. But yeah, now I need a new jar. jar. I needed a new jar anyway. This is going to turn into like that. Like what is Scan's quest for a jar? Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a really good jar. I was going to say it's going to turn into more of that um, that thing of like this is my grandfather's axe, except I've replaced the blade and the handle. <laughs> except <laughs> I'm not going to replace the hand once I lose the hand. No, no, but you're going to lose. Who's going to take the hand? He had initially had a sprite in a jar. Sprite, yes. And no, the sprite got replaced. And now the, the jar, jar is gone. gone. Yeah. But now I need something to put in the, to put my hand in. <laughs> So can I just say, well, while all this is going on yeah, and do. Charlie's cutting things down, I'm going to be like, cutting the horse shit off. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, and people. It was, well, that's, that's what I thought, but I didn't think that would be a thing that you would do. People are things now. Um, so this isn't great. I reckon we get off this road. Yeah. Hey, Stan. No, no, because no, he's still far away. You I am quite a long way away. But I can talk to him and if you all agree. That we're going to get off this road. Okay. Well. Yes. Ryland. Yeah. Fuck this place. I am all right with getting off the road. Uh, so how does this work? Is it like telepathy? It's it's a whisper that I can hear and yes. whisper back. Hey, asshole! <laughs> you know how you build those rooms that like the directional sound. The direction. Yeah, it's, that, that's it's, what it is. It's like two cups on the end of a string. <laughs> <laughs> two cups on the end of a string. What's on the other end of the string? Nothing. <laughs> So I can you feel the vibrations. He oh, puts a string. He <laughs> puts a string in his mouth and goes. <laughs> the no, it's all. It's Morse code. <laughs> it's like a phone vibrating. <laughs> hey, hey, Nezor. 
Ask me if he's done getting hairy and smelly yet. <laughs> I told you I'm oh, hairy. Right, you sir. don't know that I'm smelly. Smell- I don't understand what you meant. You told me you were hairy. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like... So I, I was okay with not if I, if I look out to the, the, the right... Oh, which way is the river, sorry? The river is behind you. You've gone south away from where the river is. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, so if I look out to... It's behind me. If I like look out to the left, is there any kind of landmark I can point out to scan? Um, there's forest and in the distance, mountains. So I, I use Whisper to scan. Hey, scan. We're gonna head. We're gonna head off to. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all... Are you one of the twins? Is this my conscience? <laughs> <laughs> Stop harpooning cards! Holy fuck! Don't know if you've noticed, conscience. I'm not very good at harpooning cards. I've only harpooned like three, and two of them are already unconscious. <laughs> Yes. So I, I use my shades and I'm like, Hey, Scan, we've all agreed this is a bad place to be. So we're going to head towards the forest, away from the road, and then decide what we're going to do from there. So if you want if you want to do that, I'm sure we'll meet you once you're out of the crowd. Oh, I am. I am all over this place, not being 100% conducive to my health. You that get is... punched in the back of the head as you hear that. <laughs> yeah, 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 point in not, case. Not in case, not in a malicious sense. It's just no, sort, of, sort of somebody elbows me in the back of the face while they're running away from the stank I created. Yeah. In fairness, I didn't create that. I just had the magic on me, literally, and somebody else elbowed the. You see three down. refugees just nearby looking at you like you're insane. As you monologue to oh, yourself. No. <laughs> I know. And I'm not whispering either. No, I know. Skin does not understand scuttlety. Something really Scuttlety? stinky dripped off of your body. In fairness, fish dropped off his body. I turn to them and say, What's, Is this you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Abella, come and help me with this dead guy. <laughs> um, you can't just communicate back to me. It's not no, like no, a no. one time. I much prefer this. <laughs> no, um, and run the whole time this is happening, I assume you're just sort of standing there going like, Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to end up stuck in a bunch of refugees surrounded by the biggest idiots in the Bashanar Republic. Just to clarify, I was moving. Yeah, I know you were. I know you were. Um, I'm going to say you've probably got the bat away from the worst of it because it seems like the crowd is dispersed left and right, ironically, achieving exactly what that poor dead messenger was yeah, after. Yeah, he should have tried place. spilling magic all over himself. Just, just setting himself, like, area, but... dare, dousing himself in petrol and setting himself alive. <laughs> ah, everyone was... Everybody out of my way! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say you guys all... Uh, Unless there's anything anyone wants to do, I'm going to say you will regroup a little bit further away from where this whole area was. Scan, I'm saying this because I care, but dear gods, you reek. Oh, yeah, he does. And what did you do to yourself? Is it him or his clothes? So seriously? Uh, are your clothes all right? I should, I should really point this out. You get about five foot close to him and you're actually finding it hard to breathe. That's how bad it is. Like, you smell like a skunk threw up her diarrhea and then died on top of a three-week-old corpse. That description is disgusting, but very accurate. Oh, no, I am aware. To me, like, you're not even close to it. To me, this smells like, you know, uh, if a penny could urinate, uh, then it would smell like <laughs> that mixed with rat vomit. <laughs> Can I, um, no, but I'm just going to use prestidigitation to like clean his clothes and belongings and see if that does anything to help. Oh, that's, that's nice. 
basically to find out if it's him that smells or the stuff they got things on it. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, you pull this little magical maneuver and the smell immediately returns. Okay, hang oh, on. Okay, so you can you, so can, wait a minute. you can walk five feet in front of the party, be our scout. No, so you can fun. walk five feet behind the party so we don't... I will walk downwind. upwind of you, yeah. Downwind, Stan. No, no, Not upwind. upwind. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to act someplace you don't like it, downwind. Okay, Um. Yeah. so while you're... T- you're talking and scans saying no upwind he turns into a yeti (laughs) (laughs) completely yeah you just suddenly morph your (laughs) face goes waxen and you just look like this gigantic hairy ape man and you're going i will walk upwind (laughs) i will walk upwind and you guys will just have to do what what is it does he still smell what are you looking at yeah oh yeah he stinks oh (laughs) Stan, <laughs> t- touch your face. You yeah, I have a beard. What of it? Touch, touch the rest of your face. Oh. As you do, it just feels like your face. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. What is Frost doing? Frost has disappeared. <laughs> as in, like, he's, he was there one moment, and then as Scan turned into this Yeti, he just disappeared. I don't want to alarm you, but... I do! It's... <laughs> Scan, you're a Yeti! Can, can I look at my arm and... Yeah, it's your arm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I know it's what's happened. Hairier, but <laughs> I think I know what's happened. Uh, what? Uh, oh, sorry. That that Josh thinks he knows what happened. Um, so, what? What is it? You look like a yeti, and Frosh is not on your shoulder anymore. I can see Frosh, presumably. Yeah, you can. Frosh looks at you confused, and then lift, sits on his hind legs and lifts his head up, and you see. This little dragon head just pop out of his shoulder. All right, that was the weirdest thing I've seen today. Yeah, I'm gonna. So, uh, Frosh, go visit Ryland. <laughs> <laughs> he does, and as he gets close to you, you can smell the same smell that. Oh God, Frosh! And he's just no, like no, lands no. on you and is and just scrabbles on your breastplate. Oh God, oh, yes, no. And he's just no. like making like cooing noises. Oh, ha- yeah, roll me a constitution check to ver- save versus vomit and, like, I'm, gagging I'm for breath. I'm going to use Inspiration on her. <laughs> I rolled one. That's yeah. cool, I use Bardic Inspiration. Does that work on natural ones? No. no. Well, it doesn't help enough, I think. Um, I'm going to say... <laughs> Should have used Bardic Inspiration on those saves before. Uh, I lose my breakfast. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. On, yeah. on, directly on Frosh. No, no, Frosh gets out of the way. I'll, yeah. I'll roll a, a save for that, but... <laughs> no, no, Frosh gets out the way the moment... What the fuck? And flies right back to me. Yeah, it? sure. I'd say that, yeah. Oh, God. And I say, dude, don't throw up on my dragon. No, oh. right. I'm in it. Stay still, Scan. I'm going to take a deep breath, run in, and put my hands on the Yeti face. Yeah, it goes past his head. So she... So, Scan, from your perspective, Abella just charges at you, hands outstretched, and both hands go past you. It's like she's doing one of those, like, running hugs, but fails to do the hug part and just sort of runs into you for ball. But what, no, while she's up close, yeah, as, I, I take my finger and go, boop, um, on her nose. The moment you go through the Yeti, you actually move through, and it's like moving through smoke, and all of a sudden, Scan's face is right in your face. Hi. And I run back. Yeah. From everyone else's perspective, Abella's just run into a Yeti and then sort of gone halfway into it and then leaped back in surprise. Literally run into a Yeti. I retract my previous statement. That is the weirdest thing I've seen today. At least Frosh is cute. (laughs) 
back with everyone else. I'm yeah. taking deep cleansing breaths. Okay. Uh, so this is fun. I look like a Yeti, yes? Yes. I yeah, think no. it's some sort of illusion. I think so too. Probably to do with the fact that I'm covered in liquid magic. Um, and as you say that, um, and I assume do a bit of a flourish, on the ground, these really sharp spikes just erupt from the ground. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Nobody come close. <laughs> oh, you don't need to tell me twice. Uh, so I'm going to need a bath. Uh, <laughs> what size? Human or yeti? Well, I feel like probably human because this is obviously an illusion. Possibly, now that there's very few uh, refugees and possibly a giant yeti coming towards them, maybe the Bashanor will let us in now. <laughs> yeah, you could try. We are with a stolen horse. I'm assuming that's a stolen horse. It doesn't look horse. like a... I think you only took the barding, the no. cloth. He took it off. Did yeah. you take the horse? No, no, I cut the barding off. The I basically took all identifying features off the horse and stole a horse. Not oh, actually, I, I, have a horse. I thought you were stealing the cloth no, for I'm some reason. stealing a horse. Okay, yeah, no, you have a horse. Congrats. <laughs> it's just looking at you with this big, dumb horse Plus head. Plus one horse. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm like... His it. big, dumb horse head. Yeah. Is there, like, a stream or something nearby? Yeah. Duchess is vomited and is now eating her own vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and Rylands. Don't, don't do that. That's not Eat Rylands. It's much nicer. I respectfully disagree. Uh, DM, is there a stream or some other body of water nearby? For the love of God. Uh, there is a river six hours away. Should we head for the river? Yeah, I feel like why? he needs a dunking. A thorough, thorough dunking. Uh, after, a, like, there's a few hiccups along the way, and I mean that literally for Hrosh and yourself. You sort of go through various different illusionary stages. At one point, you turn into a horse as well. <laughs> um, again, illusionary. It's illusion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, please, please tell me that the other horse finds that horse attractive. You want to I'm be a roller dice. boy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> very. So the, my way of diffusing that situation would be... It's also very confused. because This horse could just burst into flames right now. Um, yeah, I'm... Very no, much no, no, appreciate no, I would, I would you step away from horse. it. So while Scan's discovering new things about himself... Um, and horses. It does, it does subside after about an hour, hour and a half. Um, which is lucky. You still smelled high heavens and you're still very hairy, which you would have all kind of noticed now that the back of his hand and a lot of his arms are... Oh, no, I would have shown him. Oh, so oh that's, right. It's like, okay. So, Nezor, that's what like, you as mean. As we were walking along, and like from a distance, I would say, so Nezor, you know how I was saying to you via your cool new whisper communication things that I love? Cool thing. Uh, this is what I meant by hairy and just go... Um, ah! <laughs> I know, right? It wasn't like this before. I need to see that. It's just chest. Uh, the majority of it is like it's it's a pelt. It's it's literally a pelt. It's that thick you cannot see skin, but it's also soft enough, I suppose, that it's managed to sit underneath the the clothing that you're wearing without like protruding through it. It's not bristly. It's right. not hard, but it is very much hair and a lot of it. Would I gain any armor defense bonuses? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I just pull it back a bit? You said he misty stepped before. Yeah. Like, does that mean you teleported and the rest of us freaked out because you teleported? Went to get away from the horse that was trying to fuck me, yeah. yeah. My horse was not trying to fuck me. That's you. exactly it's what happened. Horse. Oh, wait, can we clarify? What gender is this horse? Female. <laughs> so, so it was presenting. Yeah. Very, I'm so upset by all of this. 
and repeatedly. You did look like a really good horse oh, yeah, each no. time. Like I can understand, but, and I'm like, no, baby, no. And I would to, basically when it got overwhelmingly persistent, I was I, I would misty step. Yeah. But it was all sort of unconscious. I didn't do it deliberately. I no, was like, no. oh, to be. Th- 60 feet away and travel there by some sort of misty pathway. Anyway, uh, while that's all happening and, like I said, new new and exciting experiences for you. Nothing uh, happens on the misty step? Uh, no, it, it happens. You teleport. Um, Just activating the magic doesn't do something. Yeah. You feel sick afterwards, though, like you've lost your lunch. Um, you don't vomit, but... Leave it there? No, but you definitely... You feel like someone squeezed you down to a fraction of your size, then rapidly re reinflated, reinflated you. But at the same time, like you became sort of like smoke, and it's just a completely disorienting experience, and you feel ill. You notice that your connection with Frosh is also becoming quite strong. Like before, when he was hungry, you would sort of be like, "Oh, I could go for something to eat." Now you're like, "Oh, I really want to eat something." Um, so I I dig through the backpack. Do I still have any more of that kobold? Uh, I don't think you... I don't know. Probably, yeah. They take some yeah, a few days old yeah. now. Yeah. He's, it was undercooked. But. He's not fussed about these things. Um, I would have... Uh, I, yeah, I, I give him... I offer him what's left of that. The minute you do that, you suddenly feel satiated. So, yeah. it's it, the, the strength of the bond that you have with Frosh is a lot stronger. Um, that said, though, moving on to the others. It takes you, again, about six hours and the sun is starting to just set um, before you reach the stream. Charlie, I'm assuming that you probably rode the horse for part of the way, or at least put uh, Gorgeous George. Uh, no, actually, it was going to put a Bella on there. Okay. Oh. Um, oh. And I've got my, uh, like, the cloak that I put on um, Rylan, just to keep the rain off you a bit more. You're a gentleman, oh, Charlie. Yeah. Bella takes gentleman you up on that. scholar. And yeah, like you lead the horse, but I will raise the point that uh, riding a horse is somewhat like riding a boat. No, it's not. It is a little bit in terms of the motion and the movement. A little bit, but probably okay. psychological though, more than anything. Yeah. I, I don't get. I, I've been known to get seasick, but I've never felt queasy on a horse. I, mean, <laughs> never, I don't think horse sick is a thing. Sorry, it was just just as a thing. So yeah, after six hours journey, you finally reach the ore, uh, which doglegs away from the rim. And the terrain here is a lot more hilly. Uh, there are the forest becomes a lot more close to the road, and the rains actually started to subside a bit. Uh, it's still quite muddy, but the area is a lot less constantly wet than it was before. What do you do? All right, um, I'm, I'm going to turn to scan and just, and I'm kind of holding my nose a bit. Could you get in that river and not come out until I can cut bear to be near you without gagging? Um, Please. Sure. I can make the water warm for you if you no, want. No, 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 it's okay. I need to pee. Uh... <laughs> that won't make you smell better. <laughs> I don't need to know that. I was kidding. Um, so, <laughs> I've, uh, you're I've, a man. How can I trust you? It's sexist. No, no, no. Uh, Men can pee wherever they like. I'm in the army. I know this. Yeah. I, so, Scan takes off pretty much everything. He has no shame, and most of it's covered in hair. Yeah. His one a, butt cheek is covered in hair. One butt cheek. Not one butt cheek. I, you Rod feel like is really trying not to you look. Think but I missed my ass. That was the first place I went, motherfucker. Island <laughs> is really trying not to look, but it's kind of oddly hypnotic because it's so horrifying. Who's good with a razor? Hey, not down there. No. I'm not. Hey, hey Nezor, could you somehow craft this into a song? Oh, the title oh, yes. being one. 
hairy butt cheek. <laughs> no, I don't I, know what the rest of the song is, but I'm just going to leave that with you. Okay, so, I'll do my best. I know of another band called The Song of the Ancient Mariner. How about The Song of the Hairy Mariner? <laughs> well, you're all quitting. <laughs> So uh, I get in the water and I clean myself as best I can. Has anybody got any soap? <laughs> I've pressed the digitation. That'll do it. I don't get it. Don't want to do get it hair for in mine. No, to be fair, your hair isn't an object. It's a you. <laughs> it's in loads of individual objects. When I have soap, I feel like I'm the sort of person who would have soap. <laughs> if you've got an adventurous kid, I'm going to say you've got soap. I throw the soap at him. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, you scrub a dub-dub in the tub which is a stream, and once you emerge, uh, there's like maybe a minute or so while you smell nice, well, relatively nice, and then that stench returns. Oh, my God. Can we shave him? Does anyone have dispel magic? Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, God, I've, I've still got those books from the wizard tower. <laughs> you know what? I want to shave him. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've got daggers. I've got my razor. You go for it, Abella. All right, scan. I'm going to stand very, Hold very still. still. Let's start with a bit. Okay, going to get the soap, and I'm going to lather, lather, lather. Chest, chest first. Really? Yeah. That's the only bit I kind of like. <laughs> but, Do it uh, To the butt. <laughs> if I've really? only got one butt cheek. You're going to make me to the butt. Nezal, this is going in the song. <laughs> All right. I shaved a butt down by the river. Lathered it up with some soap. You're going to... You touch the butt. <laughs> I was gonna say, I thought Abella would be enjoying this. Yeah, no, my butt's nice. The other side is. It's it's fine. It's just the one. Baby is smooth on the right. Fairy. Just amazing. It's just the contrast is confusing. I know, right? Not in a pleasant you have way. No idea. Okay. <laughs> Imagine having to feel uh, one hairy butt cheek rubbing on a not hairy butt cheek. <laughs> is it perfect or is it a slow fade? No, a little bit of a slow fade. Okay. <laughs> All right, I try to shave the butt. Yeah, <laughs> then you do, and it shaves. Oh, does it grow back? No. Good, good. good. <laughs> there we go. Does the butt still smell? Yes. I ain't smelling it. Yeah, it's bad. It stinks. It really stinks. I think it's just because you kind of acclimatised to it after the six hours. Even though it's much stronger now that you're closer to him, I think you can kind of deal with it just occasionally like, oh, it's like cleaning up vomit. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you've, you've climatized to it, but it's still bad. How many hit points do you have? <laughs> uh, 36 now. Do you have fireball? No, <laughs> oh, shit. That's a bold solution. <laughs> you just do area of effect fire on him. He will survive the damage. He will be on fire. <laughs> He'll survive the damage, but all the fur will be gone. I don't want all the fur to be gone. Fire does not come from me. No. Uh, <laughs> scan, do you want any more bits? Reasonably. Shaved or? Arms. I say, Let's go the arms. Yes, go for it. Give him the big manly V yeah, yeah, yeah. in his chest. All right. So shave the arms and I'm going to give you a manly V. What's yeah, that? Right. That sounds like a mood. <laughs> no, like a... I'll give you a manly V. <laughs> I'll give you a manly V. Say <laughs> <laughs> to him. And I shave... Sign me up for a manly V later. <laughs> but instead of that, I shave a love heart. Oh, I hate oh, you. Nice. <laughs> but not no, no, like... This is fine. Not like considering, considering it only comes up to his nipples, that's probably appropriate. 
Not like the outside. Like I shave one in the inside. Ah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't a, let you do that. Love. <laughs> no, I wouldn't let you do you that. You kind of look like you're wearing a hairy corset. I'll do one corset. on the outside so you don't know. You do, you do the V and then just trim it by curling the top and accidentally cutting the V. All right, fine. Take it all off. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ryland is just torn between horror and amusement. So well, well, one elf shaves another elf, or half elf, in I assume in the river, near nearby, near, near the like, river, like, like on the banks, but naked. Um, a few but refugees yeah. stop and just stare at the the scene. Afternoon. Morning, Mrs. Johnson. Good morning. <laughs> you don't Hello, know their names. <laughs> uh, actually, it is a family. It's um, <laughs> a, a person who looks like he was probably a baker and uh, what you assume is his wife and his daughter. <laughs> How and, hairy. How hairy are we saying here? Like, what? as good as wearing clothes? Not anymore. You've been shaved. Oh, I'm going to assume yeah, that your that far, butt yeah. was there and your butt was facing. It hasn't gotten a, a full bikini. No, no. <laughs> Just so well. They're like, ooh, that's a butt turn around. And it's like, that. That, that being said, the mother is covering the daughter's eyes. So. I'm so sorry about them. They're walking? They were. <laughs> I saw two elves. I would advise continuing to walk. And Bella I... says, hello, branching the rapier. Would you like a go? <laughs> Little girl, stay away from the magic. That's all I can say. Um, They wordlessly just move on and the mother keeps looking back over her shoulder at you, Scan. You wouldn't happen to have any potions or anything. Well, I'm done. Well, I'm just spitballing here. Does anyone have any really strong alcohol? Charlie does. Does he? Does he have any left? I thought he would have drank it all. No, he fell asleep. (laughs) It's brandy. That's fine. We do have a bit. Why? We could try pouring that on him. Oh, yes, and then set that on fire. That's a good <laughs> idea, actually. Come here, Stan. I wasn't. Douse a- your genitals with brandy. Right, yes, I have <laughs> control flames, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you know that. But, Honestly, I <laughs> but I feel like it would happen if I tried. Honestly, <laughs> I think the stench is more magical. Like, no one, matter what we do, unless we find a magical solution or it wears off naturally, is we just, he's just going to be smelly. We're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Well, he's going to have to deal with being five foot away at all times. Is anyone keeping watch or anything like that? Oh, I am super aware of what's going on around me. Okay, uh, roll me a perception check then. I'm going to say. What was that, Mr. Loveheart? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really doing anything. I'm, can I class this as a short rest yeah. for myself? Yeah, like I'm. Just, yeah, we can. You can classify this as a short rest. You can so even get a gentleman right. doesn't spy on another man baiting. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, even though you're in the water. You can feel slight tremors from the earth. Very slight tremors. Like to the point if you look down and the, I mean, like it is getting dark, but you can still kind of see through the, the water, the clear water in the shallows where the, there's like small pebbles sort of in the, in the riverbed and they're sort of slightly moving around. Hang on a second. Everybody quiet. Uh, Ryland, yet at the ground. Have a listen. 17. Yeah, 17. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, You hear through the earth, or rather feel through the earth, the familiar feeling of cavalry. There are horses coming, and a lot of them. Can you tell how many? Uh, Enough to make a tremble in the earth, many. Yeah. Is there a brush? Like, is there a way that I can move me and the horse behind some stuff (laughs) so we're not seen by the road? Yep. Absolutely. No, we're, not not the road, road, we're not near uh, the road. The, right road now. the road is probably about 
50 foot away from the water edge. It sort of follows along the bank. Is there uh, somewhere to hide? Yeah, you could go across the road and into the forest. May I suggest we make ourselves slightly more discreet? Particularly you, Scan. You're very not discreet right now. Super aware of this, yes. Uh, so I put on my long jumper, uh, my long coat over the top of it, carry the rest of my clothing, and we go into the... Um, You'd feel that from a fair way away. Yeah. How far away are they? Uh, it takes a good five, ten minutes before you start to hear the horses, um, and another five, ten before they arrive, and a contingent of about 50 horsemen uh, come from the road that you're travelling towards. Uh, so it's reinforcements, not a retreat. Yeah. And uh, they're all decked out in Bashano barding. Um, they're all similar looking kinds of soldiers. They are all wielding rifles and sabers, which is very unusual because, uh, especially you, Rowan, you would know this, the Bashano don't really mount <laughs> rifled soldiers on horses. It's just that it's not a thing that they do. Once they get to this stretch uh, where the river gets close to the road, uh, they dismount and start to water the horses. How, how much of the smell would be lingering? Uh, it's quite pungent. And someone, one of the, there are two soldiers that sort of travel quite close to where you're currently hiding. And one of them just looks at the other and goes, <laughs> and just looks at it like really accusatorily <laughs> and then just walks away. And then one just looks at him like, what? But yeah, this this, um, this is inconvenient. But I do actually. I think Scan would actually enjoy it to a yeah. certain degree. So just just something occurred to me on the way here, where the horse was presenting to Horse Scan. Was I on it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I was super tempted. <laughs> I couldn't actually because I wasn't actually a horse. Like I couldn't have made. Sweet horsey love. Bella would have been making very lewd comments and laughing uproariously. We would have also known that it was an illusion of a horse and you were attacking my poor horse. (laughs) Anyway. I love that you've gone from I shall not steal to I'm taking this guy's fucking horse very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, needs must when the devil drives. If you could do that to about four more guys, that would be cool. These light cavalry have effectively stopped right in front of you. What's the plan? What are you going to do? Let's keep hiding, guys. There's 50 of them with rifles. Let's just stay here. In your fate and not. Or just keep walking. Yeah. In the forest for a little while. Yeah. Walk into the forest. Will they see us? Go the other way. The way they came. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You you circumvent them and uh, manage to get back onto the road a little further down. Um... And I assume it, it started, it's now not. It's dark. It's starting to get a little cold because this area is a little bit more hilly in terrain. There's a really, really sour northerly wind on your wet clothing. It's not the best. I can warm people whenever they need. Like, it's, it's not an issue. Well, do we want to stop for a little while? Do we want to find maybe two adjacent areas where we can stay for the night and we can put Scan in one of them. <laughs> or, you know, just we a decent a, bonfire. We can stay in a hotel and Scan can stay in a barn. <laughs> well, or, you the, know, a well. Well, the road the road does this sort of uh, snaky path along roughly the same line as the river. So you, as you've travelled away, you've sort of... Every every now and then you'd you'd wind back towards the river and you'd be able to see it through another collection of trees 
um, but then it would inevitably wind back away. And there are certain areas which just look like areas that have over time and over use become small campsites that are on the side of the road. And occasionally you'll encounter more refugees traveling in the same direction. There's far less density though. It would probably be safe to say that the vast majority of that um, refugee train has continued to either stick around where the soldiers were seeking out some kind of sense of safety or find their own way through the forest. So I'll, I'll finish the job on the hair. Okay. To yeah. start off with. <laughs> sure. I'll do the bits that she wouldn't. There were several. <laughs> Mostly because it amused me to leave them. Um, um, I'm going to gather some wood for a fire. Sure. If we can dry off a bit. Yeah, I can. And obviously I'll look to... So I could do this, but you can do it a lot easier, so... <sighs> That's cool. I can do that. It's not yeah. that I'm lazy, I'm just practicing. Are you setting a watch? I'm assuming you're just going to... I've been gathering... Is there sort of... um, I can gather food as we go as well. So I've been doing that. And I've been... And just sort of bramble berries, the occasional bits and pieces, yeah. And we all have some rations. Yeah. I mean, you can can probably rest first and I'll... Charlie's having to stay awake. Probably not the whole night, but... Take turns. Yeah. I was about to say I can take first watch and... I'm going to make myself some good berries, um, which I, I, I already know I can do. Yep. Um, and I'm going to take a couple of them just to see what happens, if anything. Yeah, you, you eat the good berries. And I heal a couple of hit points. You but, do. And nothing else. Nope. Okay. Yeah. And I offer, um, uh, did anybody else take damage? Yeah, if you got any spare. Yeah, if you want some. Um, good berries, the other thing about good berries is um, they count as food for a day. So I'll give one to everybody. I'll take one. Uh, so I was like, if anybody hungry? Could you maybe like much, maybe put it down? I'll put it on the ground them. and Jesus. I can clean it for you. Thank you, Nessal. It's very kind. Now that we're all full, shall we set a watch? Yeah, so I'll take what? first watch. Give me, give me a, paint me a word picture. What's this camp's light look like? What are you guys setting up? So there's a campfire, I'm guessing. Yes, I, I imagine it's just fairly basic fire with bedrolls around it for warmth. Charlie would have probably dragged a few logs down logs so we can sit down on it. Yeah. yeah. I'll sit on one side of the fire and everybody yes. else can sit on the other. Yeah. I'm going to fix my damaged arrow. I'll sit on the side of scan. Oh. You're a brave man, Charlie. Try not to breathe in too deeply. Yeah, um I'm I'm busy. Cutting the fur out from between my fingers. <laughs> you, you feel relatively safe here. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to keep watch. Um, split the rest of that brandy. <laughs> I'll take a watch maybe after whoever's next. Yep, just w- wake me when you get too tired. What's going on with Duchess the horse and with uh, gorgeous George? Um, so George, he would have... Because he's wrapped up in cloth. Yeah. Um, he would have laid some leaves and stuff over the top just to try and keep the moisture off. Um, the horse is tied up close to where we'll be sleeping, just so if shit goes down, that will also carry on. And Duchess is sitting between my legs. Okay. All right. Is anyone else? What is everyone else doing? I'm going to make... Can I make a medicine check on George? Um, this would be to sort of do what I can to slow the decomposition process. Yeah. Go ahead. Don't know if that smell will help. Uh, well, it won't hurt him. 
medicine is only 13. Now I'm going to say that's enough to to sort of measure how how badly he's decomposing. Um, I would empty. I would sort of with. I would ask Charlie first if that's okay. Of course. Um, and then I would say, "Give me a hand with this." Then we roll him over, and you basically you want to empty out. You want to empty yeah. him out because yeah. uh, part of decomposition is actually what's going on inside. So you want to get all of that out. So you, basically, you you vomit him. Yeah. Um, and that would at least help. Uh, that'll slow it down a little bit. But he'll be pretty rigor by now. Yeah. He's he's not going to make it to Keith. He's not going to make it. He wouldn't make it to the next town, mate. Um, even if we put him through some... Uh, even if they, they, they... The best way would be burning, I think. Is that Would that sit with him? I mean... Yes, but... You could take his I, ashes to his family. I, yeah, like, it's... I, I want to burn him to ashes, not burn him like meat. No, no. Um, yeah, uh, look, we can we can build a bit of a bonfire. We've got time. Um, I'd say do it now. Uh, where we, otherwise, because he's... It, the best intentions in the world, he's a bit of an encumbrance. Oh, no, no, yeah, I don't um, understand that. So, and we can, do you fancy you giving him a little bit of brandy as a send-off? That'd help. You need to get it pretty hot to burn bone. So you guys are going to basically build a pyre. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, let me describe the area a little bit for you. So half an hour's trek, there is a small hill. Uh, you saw it through a clearing not too far back on the track. Uh, but where you're situated is a little hollow uh, that comes off of one of the S-bends in the track further into the forest. To the north, across the ore, which still is not visible, but you know it's not too far away from where you're situated. Uh, you can actually see now one of those large, hilly, uh, rocky outcroppings. Um, and it's actually quite bare on the, on the other side. It's quite windswept and um, sparse. You could foreseeably take George's body to that hill and burn him there if you'd wanted and send him off. Yeah, like here, I would look for someone that was sort of, I guess, flat stone to burn him on, so that... Well, the, the, it's not going to catch on any of the... It's, the a word start a bushfire or anything. Yeah, but also so that the most yeah, amount of ash is there. Yeah. If I lay a bunch of stones down, yeah. then you get a... You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I, I'll happily help in this endeavour. Uh, does anyone else want to help us? Or do you even invite anyone else? Or do you just bugger off? I probably wouldn't mention anything. Like, I would um, pour everyone a drink and just go, I'm going to go look for some more firewood um, while everyone's having a drink and take the rest of the brandy with me in. George? I'll come with you. Yeah. How far away are you going to go? Just up to the sort of... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Not too far. And the on the way, I'm sure you'd find enough kindling like this area is quite overgrown we take we take a, a couple of torches from the fire um because whilst i can i don't know that i can i mean uh, we have as part of our adventure kit like fire lighting. it's wet wood oh yeah um but yeah no i understand yeah while these two abscond what are the other three doing i'm gonna try and get some sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, if they're gonna get sleep i'll keep watch they want to chat i'll, um, I'll chat 
Sure. Wake me up when you want to go to sleep, and I'll do, take the next one. Well, while the other two sleep, about 20 minutes after these uh, these two disappear and the other two bed down for the night, you see firelight across the river on this hillock, and it's just this line that's just travelling quite fast across the landscape. And it's you, you count the firelight, it's one light, then two, then there's suddenly five, then another ten, then another ten, then another fifteen. And it's just this grand procession of torches being held aloft by someone. And the, by the speed and the slight movement of the firelight, you suddenly realise those are horses carrying torches. They've roused the firearm. Interesting. This is not the horses we saw before. No, this is the opposite side of the river and they're heading east. East is... Opposite direction, the way we're going? Yes. So if you were facing west, you would be heading towards Arim. Okay. Well, northwest. Yep, so these aren't heading towards Arim. So they're following the ore in the other direction. On the other side. Okay. Which is Erhard territory. Interesting. That is interesting. I don't know if there's anything I can do about it right now, but it's certainly interesting. Though I might, I might wake Ryland, and and I apologise about this. I'll, I'll talk very softly to her. I've I've just seen what looks like horses travelling by torchlight through the night. Is this a, a tactic you would have used? Oh yes, we absolutely travel by night. Haven't done it in a while, obviously, but yes. They're heading away from Arim very fast. In the time that you've sat there and watched this, there's easily been about 300 of these lights. That's, that's a lot. Could they be abandoning Arim? It could be abandoning. It could be a, a guerrilla force sitting up within, yeah, within Bashano territory. Do you guys want to do anything about this? It would mean crossing the river at night. Oh, Abella's just out to it. Yeah, no, she, <laughs> no one's waking asleep. me up. I'm... I don't think there's anything we can... I, no, such I, such a lady. They're already <laughs> over the other side. Hang of on, the I'm just going to roll her over. <laughs> they're, they're already over the other side of the river. If they're travelling by horse. There's no way we can catch them. I don't no. see any point trying to watch them. No, I wonder what they're doing. Scan and Charlie, it has been a little bit difficult getting here because it's quite overgrown here and people haven't travelled here before. Um, but you might manage to make your way through the underbrush and collect decent amounts of firewood and yeah just embark out on this this really open space that suddenly juts up into a into a hill and it's grassy and actually somewhat serene at night uh and as you travel to the top of it um i imagine you take in the whole site and look over the river yeah absolutely yeah and you see the same stream of firelight but the position you're at you actually can see that it it extends quite far back north and then sort of does this circle around where the river sort of bends and then travels down further away from the river and back into... Is it like single file? Yeah. Much like Nezor drew the conclusion of, you think this is cavalry? Uh, and they're clearly following some kind of road. I point that out to Charlie if he hasn't already noticed and we probably both look at it for a minute. Yeah, he would have noticed and gone, it's, it's strangely beautiful. In the north, we called out a fire them. I can see that. They used to believe it was a dragon. 
then they discovered actual dragons. <laughs> so I begin making a bit of a pyre, uh, but I sort of let Charlie take the lead. Oh no, he like he's not burnt anyone before. Like he would uh, just help you start laying the wood down. Um, I build a sort of a. I would layer it, um, sort of logs and and. Um, you would put a, a base like a funerary pile. Yeah, a base level of kindling along the t- uh, along the bottom, and then you would build sort of a a, a triangle structure over the top uh, that can support the weight on top of that, um, and then you'd light from the bottom. It takes a little while because you've got to go obviously go back and get stuff from the surrounding area, but you manage to do so. And and uh, we try to light it. Um, I don't think it would probably go very well. No. Um, it's wet green. Charlie would sort of put some of the the, the brandy um, the brandy like the spirit on we want to soak him in cloth. it yeah. yeah um and so he lights but the wood doesn't very well yeah. um so what scan does is sort of tries to will the uh, as he's blowing on the flames he tries to will the flames brighter and and stronger and they do yeah uh in fact actually roll me a dex check <laughs> is that a dex save yes 15 as you sort of, your mind sort of idles a little bit, Frost shifts on your shoulder. And all of a sudden there's like, it's like touching an electrical wire. You just feel this incredible zap of magical power just course through your body. And this flame that you were, was like maybe an inch tall, this tiny little thing that you'd sort of got started, suddenly blossoms into a six foot tall gout. And just burns in very intensely. And you suddenly realize that Frosh is, it's almost like he's in your head. Um, and he's, it's a really odd sensation. It doesn't, it doesn't match words. It's, it's like two souls have merged for just the splittest of seconds. And in that moment, the fire actually has almost a melody to it. Like the crackling of the flame sort of just strikes you almost like musical notes. And then just as quickly it's gone. But the flame continues, and this this kindling just catches uh, like wildfire, and just spreads, and it just starts to burn, and the ground around it starts to actually steam. It's intensely hot. I I try and recall the I I am taken by the music of that, and I try and recall um, the the melody of the fire before, and try and whistle it. The fire starts to move like almost in in sync with you and you suddenly feel this really deep connection to the flame you feel so connected to this place this time that uh it's it's a moment you know for certain you'll never forget uh and then frosh burps i think to him really Uh, and then i think to him fly around this um, and he sort of starts to swoop around as I, whistling, um, in, uh, sort of try and move the... Uh, I use my hands for emphasis yeah. and try and concentrate the flames up underneath Gorgeous George. I'm, also, I'm sort of I'm understanding more and more that this is actually something that I'm controlling. So I'm using that to to bring this up into a, a sort of a tornado above him. So I'm using that to turn this into quite a scene for Charlie. He's 
transfixed on George, drinking what's left of the brandy. As you watch Scan matching the melody of the flame in his mind with a low whistle, moving his hands in concert with the movement of this flame, you see that his pupils reflected in the fire have become slightly elongated, almost lizard-like, disturbing in its own way, but more so when you see the subtle glint of the tiniest eruptions of scales at his temple. Frosh, ever faithful, lands on his shoulder and looks at you. And for a moment, their eyes seem alike. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. If you'd like to know more about the show, feel free to check us out at therebedragonscast.com for lore, cast information, and updates on our schedule. You can also find us at therebedragons.podbean.com and on Spotify for your listening needs. If Twitter is more your thing, you can also find us at TVDragonscast. I am Matthew, your Dungeon Master, and Scan Felspath Thufferson is played by Joshua Walker. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Abella de Rosier is played by Angela Donlan. And finally, Nezo Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recordist. There Be Dragons' original theme and scores are composed by award-winning composer Sean Tanian. You can see more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time.